Don't you love the Holy Spirit? <laughs> All right, we got, hey, listen, this, that was good. <laughs> that was above and beyond. <laughs> that was above and beyond prayer. That's the way you do it, man. I'm telling you, that's the way you do it. You just let the Holy Ghost come in, and He just sort of loves to make a mess. He makes good messes. I love His messes. I'm always into His messes. But uh, we have Alejandro here, and I tell you, man, I heard him share a couple weeks ago at uh, His Heart Mission board meeting, and there's a revival beginning in Chile. And it is going to be a significant revival, I believe. But when he was sharing, I got so much hope for our nation. I mean, it, that's what it made me feel like. I got hope for the United States because they had an earthquake down there uh, in March. Jim was actually there when they had it. But it had been prophesied that that earthquake was breaking off powers and principalities off that nation and that they would be at the beginning of a revival. And then, and, that, and it happened, and then he begins to share uh, at this meeting some of the things that God is beginning. It's in the very beginning stages and so it just really released hope in me for our nation that we could see something. Hopefully there's something left, you know. I mean, I think God has shot fired one shot after another at us trying to get our attention. Uh, but I see God doing something there that I believe He's going to do here. So we have a connection to, to a, a new revival, and here it is. So come on. Good morning. I'm not sure that I can preach today, I tell you. But, well, it would not be the first time, because I remember one day I was in a, in a church. It was a meeting like this, very electrical. And I just, I was, I was in the stage, and I wasn't able to say anything uh, in Spanish at that time, because it was the church speak Spanish. And I just, I just, uh, well, fell, and I did nothing, because there was a cloud. It was a, a, an incredible cloud, and it was so stupid trying to say something when the Lord was just coming. And I respect the Holy Spirit. I want to respect His presence here that is so, so strong. And you need to know that what you have here is a treasure. And you need to take care of that. Don't be, don't be deceived. And you need to, when the Holy Spirit is just coming, like He is staying here and remaining here, we need to be careful. Because uh, He wants to just empower the church. And give more. Because there is nations outside. As you, well, as you guys are walking in. But we can't do anything without him. I mean, it's, we can't do anything. So, I know some places where the spirit came. And the church was just, they took that for granted. And then they started just to walk in the flesh. Because, they, well, the Holy Spirit is here. He will do that again and again. And then the Spirit was gone. And those places are empty. There's nothing. And it's painful. 
So guys, you have a treasure. A treasure. And as is in the kingdom, it's all about giving and receiving. Giving and receiving. And you are giving. You are blessing. So the Lord will bless you. The Lord will give you more. The Lord will provide for you more. The Lord will increase the anointing as you go, as you bless. So Holy Spirit, just come. Stay here. Bless this wonderful family. Father, Father, come and just abide this place. This Holy Spirit, this is your house. This is your house. These are your servants, your children, your family. So Lord, just move here, Lord, more and more and more and more and more. Don't stop, Holy Spirit. Don't stop being here. Don't stop miracles. Don't stop anything, God. Just come and have your way, Lord, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just receive. Just receive. He's giving more. Open your hearts. And receive. Bless you, God. Bless you, Lord. Oh, flow, Holy Spirit. Oh, river, flow. Father, I pray more, more of your Holy Spirit and your power, God, and your words. Father, more of your love in this family. More love, Lord, and among these kids that belong to you, Lord. Oh, oh, does she die?
as we as we prayed the other day for what the Lord has for, for this church, my wife had a dream two nights ago about you guys, and I want for her to share that. And then, because there is something for for the pastor, uh, so you want to come and I can translate for you. Um. This church is different. You need to know that. It's different. You need to understand that. Sábado en muy temprano en la mañana tuve un sueño. This Saturday early in the morning I had a dream. I knew that I, I was coming to this church today. And we were coming right on time to arrive for the meeting. Uh, my husband was walking so fast. Finally, we got one of the doors of the church. Trying to find the pastor. When we got in the place, really called my attention. Because some people that were just sitting on the church, they were Chileans, some friends of us. So I was asking there, what are you doing here? But they were not uh, close to They just waved their hands. They were, well, we are here, but we were looking for Pastor Byron and we couldn't find him. So finally we, we went to another room and that was the church like a different rooms. So before we got in this room There was two lines of people in front of each other before you get in the room, like a like a tunnel. And when we were ready to get in, I saw these people, and they started to prophesy, to declare blessings. Some of them, they really they touched me. When finally we got in. I told my husband, these guys are powerful. They have the ability to make declarations. They prophesy. When we get in the place, and I want for you to listen carefully to this, You have a wonderful team of uh, worship, worship team. It's a wonderful team. But what I heard being inside of this place was an extravagant worship.
I never heard such incredible way of worship as I saw in my dream. So finally we got Pastor Byron. And the Lord talked to me. And he said that he is putting on Pastor Byron a tender heart at this time. In another season in the past, you needed to be very strong and, well, firm. But there's a new time now. The Lord is just uh, imparting to you a tenderness that is different. And I, I feel like that is is connected with the sense of being a spiritual father that is coming on you. Your son was here. Oh, it's in the nursery. Wow. Oh, mercy. Yeah, this is safe, Ruth. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't play it again. <laughs> mm. Well, my sermon, if I have a sermon today, it was connecting being strong in our weakness. You know? So I think that the Lord is laughing at me at this very moment, being here so weak. But so strong in Him. So, the Lord is really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh God. We celebrate your presence, Lord. We celebrate your spirit here. Oh. Okay.
El Señor me dijo que tú eres una buena semilla. The Lord told me that you are a great seed. A good seed. And not, not good seed, an extraordinary seed. I don't know what's, what happened in the past. But came against you a lot of accusations. But the Lord told me that I need to tell you that you are a great seed. I saw a big tree. Everybody was able to see the tree. You know that I don't know you. But the Lord wants for you to know that you are a great seed, an extraordinary seed. God bless you. That's all. I pray for you guys. Well, um, just uh, I feel like, you know, sometimes when we preach, we, we expect that after your words, the Lord could do something. And I felt today that the Lord did something before, before we preach. So, well, it's good because the Lord can confirm, you know, what is He really speaking to the church. And being here is just a great, great honor for me and my wife. Uh, we are Chileans, but we are kind of missionaries in our own country after being out of our own country for almost 10 years being four years in Paraguay, some years between in Chile, and then coming to the States for almost six years. So now I'm knowing and adapting myself to my own culture. But uh, the good thing and the, the incredible way that God is doing things is like coming back to the States, the Lord told me, well, your country will be your mission field, and in the States I have your spiritual family. And that's awesome. That I, I mean, I wasn't expecting that uh, at all. But I, I'm really receiving from him. And uh, this morning, I want to be very... I, I don't think that can go long. But I, I just want to confirm that the church needs to rediscover the power of the Lord today. Our, our generation is looking for the real thing. People outside are not looking for words. They are looking for the reality of the supernatural. And the, the sermons of the first church were about the power of God. The sermons from the last church now are about the problems of people. And then it's, 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 it's not good. I mean, maybe, you know, the, the, when the cripple came to Peter and John and the temple, you know, if that would be in our days, some uh, leaders would be, well, it was a kind of, you know, generational curse or something like that. And then, well, what are we going to do? But Peter said, well, in the name of Jesus, get up. No, 
And that happened. Just, just that. Power of God is, is our reality. I mean, and the church is more and more accepting to live under the line of the power of the Lord. And I'm not happy with that. I mean, I don't want that. I will pray for people until they get healed. And I don't care if we need to pray just five minutes or ten minutes, but okay, when, we, when that happens, it happens. And that is what we really need. It's not the will of the Lord that people be sick, suffering. It's not. It's not. I mean, definitely it's not. And so, many, many people just go through explanations about, well, this is my problem, this is what happened, this is, well, my mother is because of the blood, whatever, whatever. And I feel from the Lord that we need to rediscover that is normal for us just to come to the church or wherever we go to experience the power of the Lord. We prayed for, for a lady last Sunday uh, in, a, in another church in Charlotte, and she has um, ext- I mean, a, very, a lot of problems with allergies in her body. She was so, so, I mean, she was suffering, all of that. And, and well, at the, by, by that time when we pray, the Lord just touched her, and then she got healed. And somebody confirmed that to me in the, in the, in the week, you know, during uh, yesterday, I guess, that someone told me, she's... Totally healed. And then more. I mean, more things that the Lord really wants to do. But you need to remember, the same God didn't do much in Nazareth, the same Jesus, as He did in another cities. Because, it's, it's, they're, they're, you know, the Lord needs to get this connection in our faith. With your faith, with my faith. We need to move, like, really calling things, the invisible things, like, okay, they are here. The kingdom is here. The kingdom of God is coming. And for years, the church just wanted to meet the king. And the king changed their life. But the kingdom transformed our lives. So we need to understand that if we have a connection with the king, we need to be involved in the kingdom. Because it's about that. It's like, I don't want to just meet the king one day. Oh, beautiful king. It's, it's, it's true. And it's good. I could enjoy that. But, well, the king wants to show me the land. Everything that he has for me. So... How we can experience, again, power of God. Remember, there is power in the blood of Jesus. I remember, you know, my wife is coming. Her background is the Pentecostal church. So, she's not Pentecostal anymore. She's just dressed normal. You know? But, and I like that, by the way. But I remember, you know, I don't know the versions in English, but, uh, you know, Pentecostal were singing on and on and on about the power of the blood of Jesus. And that was true. 
That is really, really. I mean, I, I don't want to go through the scriptures, but in First John one seven and Revelation seven fourteen is talking about that as the Lord uh, gave His blood for us, we have we are healed, we have protection, we have we have a spiritual power in His blood. We are free from the Lord because of His blood. And I remember sometimes, you know, it's in some other of our countries in South America, all these spiritual things are pretty raw. And so I remember one day I was just, uh, a lady came to get deliverance for some, well, some demons. And when I said, the blood of Jesus, the chair was just going back. Because there is power. And we need to rediscover that. We need to rediscover that the Lord is enough. His blood is enough to forgive you. There is people that think that their power for sin is more, I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, it's better, or I don't know how to say that, but uh, I mean, the grace is more powerful. The mercy of the Lord is more powerful. God's love is more powerful than any sin, any curse, anything that you could be fighting with at this time. That is enough. His blood is enough. He is covering your sin. You don't need to walk because of the things of your background, because of the things of your family, because of any curse, anything that was just came from a long time ago. Your future is, uh, you have a future because you have a destiny in God. We don't count our days according to our past. We are counting our days according to what is coming. And that is a blessing. I'm, I'm, I am just different. If you hear, you could hear my story about, you know, all the things in my childhood and all of that, you say, well, that was kind of hard. But it's not about that. It's about who we are, who I am in Jesus now. How I can serve Him. He took me from nowhere. You, you will, but He has been pleasing just to use my life and your life to bless the nations. That is the miracle. That's one thing. That the next one is you need to trust that if the Lord will use you, if you will experience power of God, maybe, and maybe, maybe, several maybes, you know, <laughs> you will experience some kind of persecution or some painful, some pain things, painful things experiencing in your life. Uh, God will use us, but He will take our, our lives in order to experience things that are intentionally from the Lord Putting us in a place where we need just to depend on Him. The apostles, they suffered. 
In those days, you know, they were extremely powerful, just going everywhere, healing people, touching people, making miracles. But they suffered. And one day, a, a woman came. He was the mother of John and, and Jacob. Uh, no, no Jacob. Um, yeah, I think it's Jacob. He said, may my son sit in you when your kingdom come in your, in your right and then in the left. Remember that scripture? So, Jesus said, can you, be, can you drink from my cup? Are you able to be baptized in the baptized that I, I will be? I mean, he was talking about his own process, giving his life. And, they, and the mother said, yes, we can. And the Lord said, well, okay. And one of them, you know, he was preaching the gospel and he suffered. And John was alone by himself in an island when he received the revelation of God. But there was something. There was a price. There was a price to pay. And I'm not saying that, you know, we need to do this like it's a kind of law. But that could happen. If the Lord going to use you, the Lord will put his hand, his hand in your life. And that not all the time, that is easy. Not all the time we enjoy that. But he will do that for good. Something that God is talking to me in these days is like more and more and more. Any painful experience is just drawing my heart to him. And he's teaching me how to love him and love his bride more and more. Because he gave, he gave his life for me and for his bride. So when you suffer, when you just have some hard experiences, well, it's not about that. It's about how God wants to reveal something new, something fresh. How God will use that for good around us, touching our different people. The other thing, according to Corinthians 12, 7 to 9, I guess, is Paul was saying, well, there is a, a thorn to my flesh, a messenger from the enemy. It wasn't a messenger from God, but it was a, a messenger from the enemy. But he said, all these things, I was asking God, just please take away from me. He said, no. And what is what he's learning through this? In my weakness, I am strong. So, we could experience being weak. Like, like I feel today here. Because the Lord, He doesn't want to give you some strength. He want to be your strength. We need to walk with the sense that there's nothing in me but Him. There's nothing that I can give out of. And maybe you are familiar with some big prophets in, in the nation. And I heard the story of uh, 
Paul Kane, long time ago, going to Australia with Jack Deere and some other big guys. And they went to a conference to that place. And, uh, well, it's like Jack Deere was teaching and other people were doing more things. And like everybody was trying to expect from Paul Kane to do great things, you know, because he is so, he's a great prophet. Uh, and by the time when he was supposed to preach and, and, and share a lot of prophecies, a lot of words, people, word of knowledge, whatever, there's like nothing happened. It was like kind of weird. And so a lot of people waiting for that and it's like, okay, that's all. And so on the next day, someone really carefully came to this big man and say, okay, tell me what's wrong. Why, why you know, why... And he said, well, if you can teach, you can teach. You have the words, you have the Bible. But he said, I just share words of God. If the, if the Lord talked to me, I would do that. But if I don't have anything, it's like, I don't have anything. I can't pretend to take the place of the Holy Spirit. And sadly, the church has been pretending to say things that the Holy Spirit is not saying. So, I mean, we are the donkeys getting into the city. And the Holy King is upon you. The Holy King is upon you guys. And the Lord bless you as you go. The Holy King is upon you and He will be glorified because of your obedience. And I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless your heart and I bless that you are representing a powerful church here in America. Lord, bless these missionaries. Bless them, Lord. Bless them more. Lord, just... They could be a spiritual fathers, Lord, down there. They could bless people, Lord. Use them for your glory. They could be fully surprised, Lord. Amen. Amen, Lord. And, and the last thing that I, I want just to share about how we experience this power again is this. Uh, Everything that I have, every good thing, every gift is just coming from Him. Is that right? So, all the knowledge, all the things that the Lord will provide for me, I need to receive from Him. I mean, Jesus spent the whole night before He fell from the, from the hill to say, I need you, I want you, and I want you. Taking the disciples. So his father revealed him who was the right person. So the Lord needs to talk to me. If he will give you his glory, we need to give him our life. It's a transaction. You know, it's like, okay, Lord. I want to receive from you 
And the words that are coming to us from God is, okay, I need you. I, I'm going to take your life for me. And I will use your life for my glory. The leader, the father of Israel, was a crippled guy walking in the sense of, how you call that? Well, not strong. No proud anymore. No, not like the big man, liar, you know. It was a so humble man after his night with God, fighting for God. And the Lord would did, well, if you're fighting for me, I will take you. And I'll take you seriously. And I will use your life. If we will give something, we need to receive from Him. If we will make any impartation, it's coming from the sense that it's just coming from the Lord for me. And I want for you to pray for our country. I really feel, <clears throat> I really feel there is some connections. Um, I think that you, you're familiar with Eric Newman, or most of you guys are familiar with him, right? Well, Eric has been in different countries when, when the government was or falling or raising. You know, new things happen. And the, it's true. He was in Russia. Is that right, Jim? Russia, Poland, Germany, Uruguay. So, in Germany too? Oh, Paraguay. Well, I remember that time in Paraguay because I was there. But uh, this last time, March the 12th, and this year, Jim and Eric were with me in our Chilean Starbucks. There, we have Starbucks, by the way, so you could come, please. Okay? It's good, right? And then we were just talking, and the, and the land started to shake, you know. Well, these guys, Eric and Jim, they were just having fun, because they said, well, we, did, we don't have this much in the U.S., at least in Carolina. And they, but the rest of the people there were kind of scary. Uh, and so we said, okay, that would be safer if we just go home, because we had our kids there. When Jim and I, when, when we got the house... Uh, Jim and I went to the room and we turned off the TV. And in the TV was the president that was ready to live and the new president ready to take the power. And they were exchange, interchanging the, the band. And then in the TV, it was a line um, in the bottom saying, Tsunami Warning. And a lot of bunch of presidents, you know, the camera was, you know, focusing them. And they was just seeing the building, the Congress, just shaking. And this tsunami warning. And uh, the, the camera saw two people from outside. And people were running to, to the hills, running far away from the, from the ocean. Because the Congress is in a city that is, uh, is, is a harbor. So it's very dangerous, no? But uh, I feel and I believe that the atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere in Chile is changing for good. God is doing something. The whole church, 
Many churches, they just gather one night. Uh, nobody special, just we want to have a night of prayer. And, you know, there was a kind of stadium. I don't know how many people, I'm not good in numbers. But a lot of people, just they weren't able to get in. It was full. My wife and I, we got there. We, we arrived seven, almost eight in the night. And the meeting went all the night until seven in the morning. And the only thing was just about praying and praying and saying, God, forgive us. Because we are not walking in unity. And we just are pretending to make church, but not really following you and this. And, and you know, this is a big miracle in my country. The, the denominations are so divided, are so terribly not honoring each other, which is sad. So I saw that, and I feel like God is doing something good. Some good miracles, some things that the Lord is really moving there. And, and I, I want for you to pray, because I feel like God is changing something, in it, and that is for good. That is really, really good. So... We are now connected with His Heart Missions and through that to you as a family. So I really appreciate that. We are so, so happy to be part of this. And then I feel like the Lord will use these connections for the future. Seven years ago, we came to the States for the first time. And we went just to visit Morningstar Church. And Jim went with us just to be sure that we could understand everything because I, I didn't speak any English at that time. And then Robert McMillan and, uh, and Rick Joyners and Bob Jones, they, they, they told us, you guys need to come up. And so what, 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 what? And they were just prophesied upon us for almost 30 minutes. But one thing that I remember is, was this. The Lord will connect our ministry to a network. To something that is not just for one country, but for more than one country. More ministries. So I feel like, well, God is using that. that God is really coming to that time. And I want to serve the Lord at this time. So, I would like just to pray. I would like to, to invite the... Um, Worship team or worship leader, if you could come and we could have uh, some time just to enjoy our God in praying. I would like to pray for any person that is sick today. There is anybody here that would need prayer? Okay, come up. I want to pray. Let's stand up. Hmm. Mm. Hallelujah. So if you want prayer, uh, for if you're sick, or if you would just like a Ruth and uh, Ruth, right? Hey, we welcome them to our family. Let's give him a big welcome. Yeah. See, we're going to...
we're going to take him seriously. This is like a divine connection. This is, you know, uh, you know, Ruth said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Well, spiritually, we believe this about Alejandro and so, and your family. So we want to be connected with you guys and thank you for coming and what you shared. And I believe there's an impartation being released this morning as he spoke. So if you want him to pray for you, I know uh, we want Sandy to lay hands on Come on, y'all come on. Your daughter can come too because she's got something. So anything you want to do, we're going to come to Chile. Amen. So there's a door open in Chile and God will show us how to go there and receive from there. I really believe that what the Lord's doing in Chile, He's going to do here. So, so bless Him. Let's just reach your hand towards and we just, we just bless, we bless Alejandro, we bless what God has called him to do. We bless the nation of Chile. We, Lord, we see a revival. We see that tsunami shaking the government, a spiritual tsunami coming that's going to change everything about that nation. And that nation, Lord, will affect the world. Lord, the revival, people will go all over the world to go there to experience the power of God. And, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you for what he brings, what he's carrying in his heart. Uh, I just pray you'd use him more. More Holy Spirit, more of your power come. Thank you, Lord, he came here today. Thank you for the deposit you gave us. I got a word this morning from a friend of mine. He called me. Actually, it was Rob McMillan. He said, the Lord's going to give you all something new today. And I believe he brought something to us today. There's a deposit was dropped into us today. So just receive it by faith. and. And, and they will lay hands on you and pray for you. Uh, that's how we're going to end. Uh, you can just get hands laid on you and get prayer and maybe a word or whatever the Lord does. Amen? Is that good? All right, go at it. So thank you, Jesus. And frankly, just... Yeah, let's get some of the ministry team out here to help them, to just help them pray and just be with them and so on.